Welcome to Quit Bleeping Around, a podcast dedicated to helping you achieve more in life. Here's your host, Christina Eanes. Hey, Super Achievers. For this episode, I'm interviewing Dina Fireball Bakowitz. Dina is a business and career coach, trainer, speaker, podcast guest, and host, and comedian who helps people build strategic relationships and network effectively. Welcome, Dina. Thank you for joining us today. I am so happy to be here, Christina. Or should I say, Dina Fireball? (laughs) Yes, that is my brand, uh, my company name, and my personality. (laughs) Awesome. Well, from one fireball to another. No. (laughs) Before we dive into the topic, can you share a little bit about your background? Certainly. Um, I was too short for a middle name. (laughs) <laughs> That's how I got Fireball. Actually, Fireball was not something I came up with. One of my favorite bosses recommended me for another consulting gig. And the recommendation she gave was, she's a little fireball of energy. Hire her. <laughs> and the name stuck with me. And years, years later, I when I decided to launch my own company, I thought, well, I'm not naming a business after myself. I want it to be inclusive. I want it to be dynamic. And I thought, oh, Fireball. And my company is Fireball Network because it's all about bringing people together. And so for me and what I do and what I'm passionate about, my business, my career, my life in general is about bringing people together. But growing up, because I'm really tiny, I was picked on and bullied and I couldn't reach the top shelf. So I was kind of miserable and I I was lonely and I was not happy being miserable and lonely and I need to do something about it. I found my confidence on the stage, dancing and theater. And so then once I started to build up my confidence, I also realized that I didn't want anyone else to go through that. I didn't want anyone else to feel left out or insecure about themselves. As I like to say, nobody puts baby in a corner on my dance floor (laughs) or at my networking event or at my conference. If if you're ever at a conference, if you're in a room, if you're in a bar, wherever you are, if I see somebody by themselves, I will be the one to go up to them and say, come join us. You're new here. Let me introduce you around. And so that passion that I had just to help people connect went through all the different careers I've had because I've worked in healthcare. I was a social worker. I've worked in marketing at engineering companies. I have a theater background and a creative arts degree, and then eventually launched my own business. And the thread, the common thread through all of that was really bringing people together. Well, you are definitely a connector. I can can say that from personal experience. (laughs) Well, right. And we met through a mutual friend, Luba, from ATD New York City chapter. Luba and I met in the airport after a conference. There was a group of us coming from an HR conference and our flight was delayed. Our flight back to New York was delayed by like five hours. So you have a group of women sitting around. We're looking at each other. Oh, you were at the conference. Oh, you too. Let's go to the bar, right? Like, what are we? I'm sure I was the one that said, "Hey, let's like." I'm introducing people I don't even know to each other. Oh, you have a bag. You have a bag. You have a bag. We were all there, and so we all ended up going to a bar to get food and drinks. And you know, you'll appreciate this in HR and learning and development. Everyone had a role to play. 
Like I was the one that brought people together. Lou was one that was like probably organizing the orders. Um, someone else checked her phone and said, oh, let me just check when the flight is actually scheduled to depart. Found out it wasn't delayed anymore. Uh-oh. And we had to, and so she had to run back. They didn't want to let us board. And we're like, <laughs> you delayed the flight five times and you're giving us great, like every woman there, and it was, it happened to be all women, had a role to play. And like we each, we took care of each other. We didn't even know each other's last names. We didn't have each other's cell numbers. <laughs> but we were protecting each other and helping each other. And we, you know, a lot of us stayed in touch. In fact, we had a brunch, like, I don't know, a couple of weeks after that in New York. Oh, so, nice. Yeah, an opportunity, right? This is, this is what I believe. When opportunities come when people connect. Yes. Um, and I have an expression that I, I like to use my own quotes as opposed to other people's quotes. And I think that everyone should do this because it tells me more about you. What do you believe in versus what famous person's quote resonates with you? Like we can all, yeah. we can all quote Oprah and she's amazing. But I like to say, you never know how the next person you meet can change your life. Exactly. Or how you can change theirs. Yeah, I love it. Well, and and that's especially important in today's world. So how do we connect with others? I know, of course, during a pandemic, most people are virtual. And I have a feeling we're going to continue because there's just so many awesome ways we can connect with others, not in our geographical area. So what is the best way that we can virtually network? That's a great question. And, and it's true. Virtual networking has become a term unto itself. I mean, before the pandemic, my, one of my hashtags was how to work a room. I taught professionals mm-hmm. how to work a room. Now it's how to work Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> At least for the first month until everyone got comfortable with it. And now it's virtual networking. And I will say this, whether it's virtual or in person, on the phone, networking is building relationships. That is at the heart and soul of it. It's building personal and professional relationships for business and career opportunities. But that's really long to put in like a business title or a business card. <laughs> I was like, my company is Fireball Building uh, Professional Relationships and Personal Relationships for Meaningful Opportunities. <laughs> like, oh my God, by the time I finish, people are going to be gone. The party's going to be over. <laughs> oh. Yeah. So yeah, and I hate to leave. I, I mean, some people close down bars. I close down networking events. I'm always the last to leave. And I'm usually bringing everyone with me for the after party. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, no, I don't want the networking to end. But the point is networking can get a bad rap. It it has a negative, sometimes it has a negative uh, connotation and it shouldn't because it really is about people connecting and coming together. We are networking for business purposes, certainly, because if we didn't have to network for business and career, we'd be hanging out with our friends. We'd be working out or dancing or I'd be performing comedy. Um, But the good news is the best networking blends friendship, and business relationships, like you do mix business with pleasure. And so I think when people keep that in mind, when they're networking, it's how do I bring my personal life and my professional life together? So it's not a chore. It's not like, oh, I have to give up seeing my friends to go to a networking event. It becomes, oh, I'm going to a networking event for business and I'm going to see friends there. and I'm going to see business colleagues and we're all going to find ways to help each other. And so if we go for drinks at the bar or if we meet for brunch on a Sunday, you're not losing something from your life. You're enriching it. Yeah. Yeah. So how do we make those connections then in a, a, almost, you know, a virtual environment seems kind of 
almost like clinical. I don't, <laughs> there's not as much, you know, fluid in person kind of movement. It's definitely a little, well, it's harder in some ways. You're right. And it, it mm-hmm. it's a little more awkward. It's also easier in some ways. So there's lots of tools. And, and I think it's really important for people to look at the different tools and figure out which ones work best for them. So whether it's a phone call, a video chat, a clubhouse, LinkedIn, something like this, an ATD associations, these are all different tools and mechanisms and uh, assets for networking, but they're not networking. Networking is really getting to know people. So I don't care if you're on a phone or if it's a video chat, if you're using FaceTime or WhatsApp or, you know, that's just the technology. The conversation, the tell me about yourself, what do you do? What are you passionate about? What keeps you up at night? Where did you grow up? Like those conversations, that's how you build relationships. So I will tell you, whether it's virtual or in person, you still get to know somebody. I have clients that I've been coaching for years on Zoom that I never met in person. And other ones that I coached for years on Zoom and then met in person at a conference. It enhanced the relationship, but it didn't it didn't change the fact that we had this great business and personal relationship that developed, even though it was through Zoom. So I would say, try, like embrace the, I I mean, Clubhouse is wonderful. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, depends on your audience, depends on where the people you want to meet are playing and working and communicating and interacting and then get your message out. So that's the other thing about virtual networking. It's letting people know who you are. And it goes back to what I said about blending the personal with the professional. I believe in holistic branding. So I, in addition to being a coach and a speaker and a trainer, I'm a comedian. I do stand-up comedy. It's not just a hobby. It's become part of my life and my social life and my work life. And I blend those two together. Huh. Right. A lot of people, a lot of people think, oh, I have to keep my work life separate. Like that's just a hobby. If you're into rescue animals or running a marathon or whatever it may art. And I was like, no, bring, bring it together. Blending that tells me who you really are as a person. It makes conversation flow much easier when you ask someone, what are you passionate about? What do you like to do in addition to your business? And then you get to, to meet the real person. And that's how we connect as human beings. I love that. Show up as a person. Uh. (laughs) Yeah. Connect to fellow humans. Now let's (laughs) say, um, so let's say you're going to a networking event on zoom. Mm -hmm. Any tips uh, like logistically to make, for lack of a term, make you more approachable. (laughs) That's a great point, Christina. Absolutely. Because approachable and friendly and accessible. I mean, the obvious ones are show up on camera be camera ready. Uh-huh. Everything from your appearance based on your brand. I don't think people are wearing suits on Zoom anymore. But dress for the event that you're at. Dress for your industry. Be ready because it shows respect to the people in the room and it shows that you respect yourself. Um, a lot of people get into the what's behind you. Are you using virtual backgrounds? Are you using your home? I mean, I'm not, I'm not a professional designer. I love design. But it, again, it, it has to fit your brand, your audience, your message. Most of all, it's it's interacting with people. I, 
I don't mind if someone's kid is in the background or their half naked husband that happened once on a, on, on a Zoom call. And I was like, ooh, <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> but that was my reaction, but I kept it all inside. <laughs> the woman who it happened to, she just rolled her eyes and said, we live in a small apartment in New York City. <laughs> and everyone knew what that meant. And she just kept going. And I thought that was such a professional and human way to acknowledge, you know, we're, we're, we're working out of our homes now. It's yeah. cool. It was only from the waist up. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, no, you know, there was no bad intention and she kept up and, and she didn't make a big deal out of it. I'm probably, I probably remember much more than she did because <laughs> I've been living <laughs> alone for a year and I'm an extrovert in a pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, it's really about showing up and connecting with people and being present, not multitasking, not having, you know, not having your emails open while you're on oh, I hate that. <laughs> an event. If, if you're put into a breakout room, and I do love breakout rooms when they're done right. And that's something I'm very particular about. And I wrote a three page guide to how to moderate breakout rooms. Because it's about helping people connect. And so plan what you're going to talk about. Seriously, yeah. like prepare your stories. If someone says, tell me about yourself. Think about it in advance. Be strategic and be authentic. It really is that combination of strategy plus serendipity plus listen to the other person. If they talk about they have dogs and you don't have dogs, but you like cats, I mean, it's just, it's a starting point. And people get really hung up on icebreakers, whether it's on a Zoom call or at a conference. Rarely do people remember the very first thing you said to them because it's usually, hi, how are you? Right? It's like, oh my God, what an amazing icebreaker that was. I'm like, (laughs) not really, but okay. But it's what comes after that. It's building the layers onto it. And it's, and here's the interesting thing, right? You're asking me about how to embrace virtual networking and how to show up. It's beyond, it goes beyond the first time. Like, once is not enough in so many ways. It's like working out once and saying, well, I've got a six pack now. (laughs) It's like, oh, I went to one networking event. My business has taken off. Like it's following up after the event and having continued conversations that really will make the difference. Like you and I have done, we've spoken, what, half a dozen times before we planned our program together after planning this. I know we're going to stay in touch. Of course. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) So let's see, be camera ready, be presentable. Um, And I, I, although I do have to say it, you know, at least make sure you're not um, in front of like a load of laundry behind you. you Yeah. Or an unmade bed. Yeah. So kind of plan the background out a little bit, but also be okay with, Hey, you're inviting people essentially into your life and, um, Mm -hmm. you know, being okay with that, not being too embarrassed and being present. Yeah. I love that. And and be attentive. It's and be prepared. Be pre- oh yeah, and prepared. Yeah, words. yeah. Pe- prepare ahead of time. Take it seriously. I mean, I I've written lots of articles about how to research and prepare for an in-person networking event, and a lot of those rules apply or guidelines apply to a virtual. What What's the event about? Who's the speaker? Is there anything you need to do ahead of time? If they're talking about branding, you know, check out like your LinkedIn profile. What kind of contact information do you have available? Whether it's LinkedIn or Clubhouse or Twitter or Instagram or your email signature is a great branding tool. Yeah. So think about that. You're probably going to share that when you're in a Zoom room. What are you sharing? What information is out there? Like, yeah. 
Oh, that's a good question. So normally in a, you know old school networking events, you pass all around business cards. Mm. So is there like something you do you recommend like you have prepared like as a link you could throw into chat or? Yes. Yes. That's a great question and a great point. A couple of things I suggest. And also I believe in being efficient when you network because look, not everyone's an extrovert. Not everyone wants to spend their entire day all day long talking to people like I do or like you do. Some people uh-huh. like to read and, and those are introverts and they're some of my best friends are introverts. Introverts and extroverts go together really well. We partner up well. We, we, we play together well because we have complementary but different strengths. Yeah. Uh, but knowing that not everyone wants to spend all their time networking, be efficient. And I know your podcast in particular, you're about like super achievers and time management and getting stuff done. <laughs> yep. So here's how to get stuff done. Have your cheat sheet, whether it's a Google Doc or a Word Doc, whatever you use, your LinkedIn profile. And please get rid of that string of numbers and letters. Go to yes. vanity URL. It's not vanity. It's branding. Have that at the ready anytime you go into a Zoom room. Have uh, your other handles. Like for, for me, my, my handle is Fireball Dina on Twitter, on Instagram, on TikTok, on Clubhouse. Anywhere you can have a handle like that, it's at Fireball Dina. So it's really easy. Put, and so people should look at their brand and see what's consistent and what isn't and try to make that cohesive. Also, your name. And most people are used to this. It's been a year or more than a year by the time this show airs. But still, how does your name show up when you're in a Zoom room? Um, (laughs) Right? Like I always have so-and-so's iPad. Oh, my God. Or numbers. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Talk about objectifying, right? 32, 12, 36. Like, what? (laughs) That's not biologically possible. (laughs) But area code is cool, right? Like sometimes we'll put, especially in ATD, I think we'll put slash your city, your location, where you're based or your chapter Mm -hmm. role. Um, Some people put their entire email address in their Zoom. I don't, I'll put my at Fireballdina, but I will not put my entire email address there. But that is something that you add to that cheat sheet of what's the information you need to provide to people. If they're asking for pitches in the chat, have that ready ahead of time and it should at least match or blend or relate to your LinkedIn header, which is yeah. in a sense your, your summary or your pitch. I like that. That's a great idea. I have a checklist. In fact, I should, I should put that out soon of all the places your brand shows up. So for example, if you're a uh, alumni association, the directory have you updated it since you graduated? I mean, I don't mean you, but other people. <laughs> Knowing you, it's automatically updated. It's like, I dropped a new podcast episode. Tune in next week. <laughs> I have so much to learn from you, Christina. Really. <laughs> I think you're giving me way too much credit. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Anyone who has super achiever with a smile in her profile is like, I want to know her. <laughs> I will never be her, but I want to know her. And that's the other thing. Everyone, I, I joke about this, but you know me. I use humor. It's it's become a, an official part of my brand. Comedian is now in my LinkedIn profile, so it must be true. <laughs> but I find that for most people, the the things that worry us, the things that we're insecure about, and networking 
brings a lot of insecurities because I I think at at heart, we're all that kid from high school who got picked on for one reason or another, who felt like they didn't fit in. And we bring that with us, that that little insecure high schooler is like, you don't belong here. They're going to make fun of you. You're a loser. You can't sit with the cool kids. (laughs) But you know what? We're not in high school anymore. Nope. And I don't know anyone, for the most part, anyone who walks into a networking event trying to make people feel bad. We're there trying to build relationships and and help each other shine. But that kid is still there and we got to leave him or her back home in that box of high school memories, good and bad, and also embrace it. So like I joke about my height. I joke about things like I'm super creative. I like to be efficient, but I'm not always organized. I tend to run late. It's who I am. And if we can embrace our insecurities with humor, that connects us all in a way that, you know what, we're all human. No one's perfect. Your half-naked husband walked by on a Zoom call. You rolled your eyes and said, we live in a condo in New York City. Deal with it. Deal with it. <laughs> Deal with it. Yeah. Like, why is it okay you know, to have your cat in your lap on a Zoom call, but not you know, your kid? I love when people bring their kids into Zoom calls. I think of it as... We are teaching, and in particular women, like training the next generation to show up and take up space. And Uh and that's the other thing. Take up space on a Zoom call, at a conference, at a virtual event, in real life, in a one-on-one. Those of us who are tiny need to take up more space. Some people should take up less space. It's a a balance, right? We don't want to dominate the conversation. We want to listen and learn. We want to listen and talk Equally, says the girl who hasn't stopped talking for 20 minutes on your podcast. (laughs) (laughs) But you're the guest. This is your show. Hey. (laughs) Thank you. But it is it is also your show, and the show is for the audience, right? So when it and I will bring this back. I told you I would digress, but bring it back. I will always bring it back to virtual networking. It's it's a balance. It's a balance of listening and learning and sharing and promoting yourself. And as long as I think we all keep that in mind and have that balance, we'll do fine. Yeah. Build those relationships. So now before we get into your final piece of advice, can you share a little bit with the listeners about, I know you kind of already talked a little bit about your services, but uh, services and or products that you provide. Ah, yes. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) People promote yourself. Networking is about, you know, your business. And I'm like, what do you do for a living? I have no idea. I found a business model that fits. I became a networking coach. Like I truly wanted to find a way to meet people all day long and connect them and get paid for it. And I kind of have. Um, but as a, I am a coach, I am a business and career coach. I am a professional speaker and a trainer and a comedian. And so the services that I provide through Fireball Network are of different coaching packages. And I like to brand them. There's a shot of Fireball and a blast of Fireball and the full Fireball and the Fireball experience and the Fireball effect. And I'm launching some new products, which by the time this airs will be up on my website. But I also think as business owners to, to evolve and to see what the market needs. So whereas my business was primarily in person. I would facilitate workshops and, and coach clients at their office. It's obviously mostly moved online now. And so I'm developing digital courses and videos and um, different types of products and services that fit what people need. And I think we all need to think about that and, and evolve with where is your, you know, nobody wants a one hour 
self-directed class. They want bite-sized. They want modules. They want fun videos or serious information that doesn't waste their time. Yeah. Excellent. So let's then get to that final piece of advice. What do you have for our folks? Ah, talk to strangers. (laughs) Talk to strangers. And I know I started with this, but I'm going to repeat it. You never know how the next person you meet might change your life or how you might change theirs. I love it. Oh, thank you so much for joining us today, Dina. Thank you, Christina. This was so much fun. You are a fireball. You are a redhead (laughs) and a fireball. (laughs) All of it. Mm -hmm. If you'd like to learn more about Dina or Fireball, visit fireballnetwork.com. Have you ever been trapped by aliens in a military bunker, locked in a coffin, or had to save humanity from an outbreak of the zombie virus? The Escape Leads have. Learn about how to have fun while developing yourself at escapeleads.com. That's escape, L-E-T-E-S dot com.